Hello there, and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games, and all that jazz. Let us know tomorrow. This week, we're talking about Venom. Let there be carnage. Venom. My name is Tom, Venom. and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, John. Hey, what's up? I'm very excited to talk about um, some news that we might talk about later. Yes. But today, let there be carnage. Woo, yes. So, um, first, first means first. The songs for, you know, for this film were interesting, but... Eminem, Venom, Venom. Well, I mean, well, let's let's just let's start up. And I have to say, I was so disappointed that the film didn't end with Venom again. Uh, like, I oh wanted that song to play at the end of every Venom. It, it, it film. would have been perfect. It would have. It, it, it really would have. It would have been great. Yeah, but at least we got you know some singing, some rap. But I mean, like mm. Skylar Gray, who sung, sung that um, song uh was great you know but um definitely i wish i wish you know bring that remix you know that remix that would have fit yes amazingly i because, agree definitely yeah yeah but this film uh, let's let's deep dive into this film it was a totally different uh, film but by the way spoilers this is oh yeah you know, the spoilers especially zone. especially for the end you might think there's nothing to spoil but there is things to spoil so yeah did you you watch the end credit scene right yeah, of course. Okay, of Which course, of course. Definitely, Which is definitely. Unbelievably... There's a lot yeah. to talk about there, but let's just what did you think of the film? Just give me like your kind of like just like, um, thoughts. I didn't expect this. Um I don't know. It it's millions, million times better than the first one. Obviously. Mm, 100%. It's like it's well developed with the characters, I think, you know, what yeah. we saw out in the film. Like okay, it's a it's a rushed film. This it's very rushed. Definitely. Like, I mean, it's only like an hour and twenty minutes if you exclude the credits. Yeah, and I was like, oh wait, this film's over. And but you know, it's that <laughs> gen- that surprise. And yeah. Um, yeah, like about how it goes through. Uh, but the pacing, I didn't mind the pacing, but it is rushed. Um, but you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was very 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 quick film. It doesn't doesn't waste any screen time. Yeah. you know. Like all the characters are kind of well, well enough realized, and you know it. It kind of it focuses on either Eddie or Cletus, and kind of like goes in between the two, and a base yeah. for base, you know, kind of like uh, basis, I guess. And I thought the CGI was, you know, um, was actually good in this one because the last time mm. you know we saw the CGI, it was like really out of place. But this one, mm. I thought it was it was more well. Um, developed it a bit more you know well put definitely in place CG, the yeah. cgi i was really impressed i thought it looked great i mean obviously there were when the when the first trailers came out there was a little bit of uh controversy or kind of like uh, unsureness as to carnage's design but i think carnage looked great i think venom looked great i think that they've kind of like they doesn't like in the, in the last film it felt very much kind of like um, two CGI monsters kind of like slamming yeah. into each other for, for 10 minutes at the end but even though um, the fight goes on longer in this film I feel like the direction obviously this is Andy Circus. it feels a lot like more like it isn't just like CGI things it feels a lot more tangible and a lot more that that there is to kind of like grip onto emotionally um, I mean this film is like I have to say it's not like amazing but it's not amazing. It's it's really fun. Like, and it yeah, knows it's, it's really fun. It 
it doesn't yeah, pretend yeah. like it's going to like it's going to be a masterpiece of cinema you know it knows it's going to be stupid and fun it has its own distinct style its own distinct voice and for that yeah. there's i just can't hate it as much as i try as much as i know that there are things about this film that don't work there's so much of me that just adores it for the fact that it's here and that it exists and that you know maybe apart from the end credit scene it, it's not trying to set up anything it's just kind of trying to tell that interesting story. I mean, like, I think the the best part of this film is seeing Eddie and Venom's relationship kind of grow. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it very, uh, very much is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I thought, you know, there was like, you know, uh, moments that really meant the entire film because, you know, in the last film, like the characters weren't, you know, that, Develop especially Drake character from um, from the first one. He wasn't that you know well developed. You know, having that fight between that and you know that character motivation. This one, it was well, um, um, uh, well. I did. I I keep seeing well put and developed. I thought it was a bit more <laughs> at bare. There we go. Bare. It was much better than you know what we mm. see with Cletus Clay, you know, having that co- character motivation and especially that, you, you know, Cle- you think Cletus Clay? Is it Cletus Clay? Cletus class, Cletus Cassidy. <laughs> who was, who am I talking, who am I talking about? I, I have no idea. Oh, you're thinking Cassius Clay. Bloody Muhammad that, Ali. Then? That's Muhammad Ali before he changed his name. What the, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Uh, That's the real what, life thing. Oh my god! What I I don't know what happened to my mind. I I don't know why, but my mind decided to. That's the effect go... of venom. It's just in your brain, messing everything up. Cletus. Oh my god! I Cletus not... Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. Right. Okay. So... Well, I thought he was. I thought he was so much like better than Drake was yeah. in. Um in Venom. Oh, I think Riz Ahmed is, is probably, in my opinion, I prefer him as an actor to Woody Harrelson. Uh, but I think that this film, it, you know, it, it just takes, it doesn't waste any time. It starts with Cletus and um, his girlfriend. What is her name? Shriek. I can't, I can't Shriek. remember her, um, her alter ego name, but you know, and and it tracks these guys, and and you know, like in in the, and and specifically with Cletus, you know, within like his relationship to Eddie and Venom, and I think that that's really clever to have it so rooted, like the villains so important, instead of it just being you know focusing on a story about Eddie and Venom, and then the villain is a side thought. I think the villain is 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 like kind of entrenched in in the film and the values of the film. Like the film is very much about like a connection, like a symbiosis, like uh, yeah. Eddie and Venom kind of like, they don't want to be with each other. Um, but then they realize that, you know, that there is stuff to love about each other. It's a, it's almost like a romantic film. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, it's mad how like, yeah, this is kind of like some weird, like romantic comedy where like these like two, like, you know, this couple can't live together and, and but realize that they'd love each other all along. Um, but 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 uh, Carnage and Cletus, that they're not bonded. Then they don't like have that love for each other, um, which is eventually why they how they manage to defeat them because they realize they're not working together. They're not bonded. Yeah, and um, and you can see you know the differences with the symbiotes uh, between you know Carnage and you know Venom. Like 
um, you can see that the opposite um, character motivations, you know, like how Eddie didn't want Venom to eat everyone, you know, mm. like making sure he doesn't eat anyone. But then if you see like Cassidy, um, wait, Cletus Cassidy, wait, okay. Um, the name's Cassidy. Cletus uh, Cassidy. Like, Cletus Cassidy, right. And, you know, Cletus, he he didn't mind, you know, carnage, just, you know, making more carnage. <laughs> um, but, you know... Yeah, there's... there's the, is it, I'm pretty sure there's the moment where carnage says, let there be carnage. And I just said, I just thought to myself, I was like, yeah, this film is like... This film knows exactly what's going on. Like, <laughs> no film, like, would, like, you know, like, you know, be that self-referential... You know, like yeah. when that stuff happens, there's always a sense that the film is like, it's like the end of the dark night. The final words of the dark night is a dark, dark night. And it's just like only a film that knows that to some extent, even though it might be playing it seriously, it just knows that, you know, this is still a comic book film and it's still a little bit goofy and it's a bit silly, you know, like it's just funny. Mm, yeah. And especially like the way that, you know, Carnage, Carnage said, let there be Carnage, that voice. That was like really fitting. Mm. That was like that really scary, um, you know, tone of carnage. Like I, yeah. I am glad that we. Um, I was a bit worried that we're not going to see like um, carnage like talking or you know throughout the film. I thought it was just like carnage not talking, but you know yeah. that yeah. I thought you know we wanted to see that opposite of you know venom. Um, within Carnage and um, yeah uh, but they, 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 they definitely Carnage. used Carnage the right amount like when he wasn't yeah. fighting Venom they used him to because normally in like a comic book film you would have the hero and the villain fight once or maybe have an interaction um, and then like you know the, the second time is is, is the, the rematch but there isn't anything like that obviously Ed, Eddie and Cletus have their own kind of like relationship but there's nothing like that but what I appreciate is that all we see of Carnage is literally him wreaking havoc and you know showing that he really is a threat to everyone you know to Venom and all that mm. and like uh, the, the one thing I really liked uh, throughout is that um, Venom um you know, trying to get away from Eddie and then trying to, you know, live his life on his own. And there was one scene uh, when he was in the, in the disco and he was like really accepted, you know, like, oh, cool costume, man. And there was yeah. one singer or rapper and she was like saying, Venom, 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 <laughs> Venom. That was like the highlight I, of the film. For me. That, that scene with Venom in the club is literally how, right. <laughs> okay. What are the two things? That's that that symbiotes are vulnerable to sound, sound and fire. He goes to a club where the music is so loud. How is he okay? Like he's just standing there. How is he not dying inside? Well, like that was the one thing that I unless, was like, how? Well, good point. Yeah, Wait, right. Yeah, I was just like, what's going on? I mean, it was such a weird scene. Venom has all these glow sticks on him, and he and he like makes a speech about how he doesn't need Eddie anymore, and everyone's cheering him on. This is literally like a rom com. It's so strange, like how I can only imagine how the pitch meeting for this film is like. They enter the boardroom room, like, okay, so we know we know everyone loved Venom. We know they love the symbiote stuff. We're gonna make the second one a rom com about Eddie and Venom. Look losing their love for each other and then learn that they do love each other and it's played like that like it really is like 
kind of put together and written as if it's like Sex in the City or something. I don't know. I don't. I haven't watched I've loads of rom coms, but, but you know, you know what I mean. Like it has that yeah, vibe I, to I, it, I and I, it just mean. baffles me. Um. Uh, um. Oh yeah. The only problem uh, I was struggling throughout the film is that the I don't know why the character relationships or were, were a bit weak. I don't know. Mm. I just I didn't see that. Like, yeah, it was all over the place. Um, yeah, Anne, I, Anne I, and Dan, um, Eddie's ex and her uh, husband or fiance, they felt very kind of forced. You know, kind of like just in the plot for no reason. Um, yeah, I mean, even Venom says it at the end. He's like, "Oh, I thought they were more of a hindrance than a help to us," and that is kind of how it was. It was very much like they're here because they were in the first one, I guess. And I think going forward, if we're taking the end of this film where Venom and Eddie leave San Francisco, I hope that going forward we don't have to deal with these characters anymore. I feel like Eddie has gone on his journey. He's forgiven. He, you know, he's learned to kind of like forgive. Um, Dan for kind of taking his girl or whatever and you know kind of like you know learned to accept that Anna's moved on and, and, and now these guys are going to move on together and go to a beach at the end so like I hope that they kind of just don't bother with that like in the future mm, yeah that was like the one thing that I can really connect with those two characters because you know in the last film they um, you know um Oh, I forgot. I forgot the names already. <laughs> Anne and Dan. Right, Anne and Dan. Right, yeah, Anne and Dan. Oh my god, Dan, my the greatest, the uh, greatest I, I'm so comedy sorry. duo right, okay. in the beside the Mississippi. Um. So. Um. Right. So Anne and Dan. You know, in the first film, they. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like a proper, you know, relationship. You know, yeah. Dan's a cool guy, you know, he's just trying to be really good, and he's like a bit of a fan for Eddie, but then it was a bit different in this one, but I mean, like, it was there, but it was very forced, like, mm. it wasn't that that much of a much relationship, it felt like a friend relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they were all, I mean, they were all over the first one, and, you know, a big yeah. part of it was kind of like, Eddie kind of wanting to get Anne back, and kind of like, having a kind of enormous will they all when they get back together, um, but what I, you know, I thought about this film is that they were kind of forced, you know, like they meet up, Eddie and Anne meet up so she can tell him that she's engaged. Um, and I, I'm not quite sure what that serves. Um, serves as a fact that Eddie isn't moving on, you know, uh, which, you know, sure. And then like literally Eddie gets arrested, you know, he gets arrested uh, not even arrested. He, you know, he goes into police questioning. The only reason he goes to questioning for the police is that so that they can then, you know, have Anne like bust him out and, and have the whole Lady Venom thing again. That was weird. Why do they keep on giving Anne the symbiote just to make her like she Venom or whatever the, the word is? Like, you're right. It, it just felt so forced. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I well, it's a bit weird, but I wish there's like more uh, scene, you know, uh, scenes of it where you know uh, Cletus and like um, and Shriek, you know, that more scenes, you know, like that relationship, you know, you know why, you know, it's a bit valid, yeah. you know. I feel like that wasn't that there, but it, it was a bit forced. But you know, 
you know, we we want to know why their relationship is so strong together. You know, like what the you know. Yeah, we we, we never see that. We we hear a lot no. about it, but we never really see it. Yeah, there yeah, was a did. kind of thing where it's like they throughout the film they give Cletus and you know you know he has a decent motivation you know obviously he's crazed serial killer and all that but he wants to you know be reunited to Shriek and then at the end of the film they then kind of allude to the fact that Cletus was lonely and wanted a friend in Eddie and that he was abused as a child and that's why he's so messed up but what's interesting about it is that they don't ever really like build on this you know i think it's a good idea to leave carnage for the sequel obviously carnage is like the most well-known venom villain not riot or anything like so i think it was a good idea to leave him for the sequel however like the development wasn't always there like he was loads of fun woody harrison did a really fun job like you definitely yeah. have like those mad serial killer vibes you know carnage was really cool visually in our action scenes and i think that the, the relationship between him and shriek you know worked well enough as a plot device um even though it wasn't developed but like and oh he's leaps and bounds better like ahead of um riot carlton drake but yeah, they didn't develop him throughout. Like, I feel like they could have, you know, they could have had him, yeah. you know, kind of delve into his kind of family issues. Um, but there was a really nice sequence where he writes a letter to Eddie. And as Eddie reads it, we get these kind of like drawings and like this like animated drawings of like oh, yeah, Eddie killing up. his 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 grandma, grandma and his mom and um, him being beaten by his dad. I thought that was awesome. Really cool stuff. Yeah, and was, I would have liked yeah, it if yeah, he built but... on that a bit more. Yeah, like I feel like there was a bit more on that. Yeah, I thought that was a good sequence to show uh, more of the character's backstory. Um, what else? I thought the me I didn't. There, the, there was sometimes music that I didn't spot. You know, it didn't really stand out. Again, like it, yes. it wasn't well, that. well, last time after we recorded the pod, I discovered the the composer oh, for yeah. them was none other than yeah. Ludwig Granson. Who, I mean, I don't know how he creates such a forgettable score considering he did Black Panther, The Mandalorian, Tenet, Creed. Um, but this time, um, it's not Ludwig Granson, it's Marco Beltrami, who has done nothing else. Oh. <laughs> he's, done, he's done stuff like A Quiet Place, Ford v. Ferrari, um, or Le Mans 66 wait, in this wait, country. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, you did wait, you did Logan. He did Logan. He did Logan. All right. That film's got that film's got a great <laughs> score yeah, as well. He's got a great soundtrack. That yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I, it's just funny that he created soundtrack for for a Quiet Place. Sorry, sorry. It's just funny <laughs> that you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is quite good. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I didn't really. There wasn't any kind of like musical moments that jumped out to me in this one. Hmm. But, Which is um, weird because as I, I might have said this last time, but Sony normally gets some really good talent behind there. I mean, whatever we're calling it these days, I think it's the SMU. So so no S S S M. Wait, S S M U. The Sony Spider Man universe. It's it's still Spunk. Who cares? It's still Spunk. It's still the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. That'll always be its name. They've they've destroyed themselves. But like you think about Danny Elfman did the score for Spider Man One and Two. You know. Um, yes. 
you've got James Horner for Amazing Spider-Man, Hans Zimmer for Amazing Spider-Man 2, you know, Michael Giacchino for the MCU Spider-Man films, bloody Daniel Pemberton for Into the Spider-Verse, like, and really good talent, and they make some really incredible music, but this stuff just doesn't, like, it could have had so much more atmosphere and had so much more of a punch, but at the same time, it's not, like, offensive. It's not, like, it's not, it doesn't, it's not a hindrance. Like, you know, there are certain moments in Amazing Spider-Man for example, that I think the score can kind of detract from some of the mo- moments. And I feel like in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, it just doesn't, it's just not really, it's not, <laughs> Venom, it's not, it's just not there. And yeah. I don't think, it, just, it just doesn't really do anything. Um, but it's better than it being really annoying, you know? Mm. Yeah. And, um, I, but the memorable music that I really liked was at the fight scene that was the only thing i can remember was oh like, really yeah yeah like, i didn't i didn't it, pick out any music no uh I, I thought that was like the most memorable thing about the music i can think of like that fight scene it was a bit more you know a bit more rocky uh, rock uh not rocky like dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> yeah uh, right okay i get it um but um i thought yeah uh what else i could think of um, I thought, you know, it was well structured this one because, you know, the first one was just messy. Like it was mm. like nothing really adding to it. And I thought it was a bit, bit explored, you know, about, um, uh, oh, wait, what was that? Um, police officer, um, who shot yes. Shriek. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yep. Stephen Mulligan. Graham. Mulligan. Uh, Mulligan, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Mulligan. and, yeah, I, I really like the detail that um, he had in the, you know, the hearing aid, like in the first one. Yeah, uh, I think he had it. Yeah, he did. And then I he wasn't really he wasn't in the first one. Sorry, he wasn't in the first one. He wasn't. Oh no, I don't know why my brain decided to. It would have been cool if he was in the first one, I guess. But no, I don't think he. I don't think there were any police in the first one. Otherwise. <laughs> I'm sure they might have been, um, you know, they might have investigated Carlton Drake a little sooner. I don't know. I okay, my brain's having a very loose. And... <laughs> brain's but, having okay. a meltdown. Yeah, my brain's having a meltdown. Anyway, anyway, uh, I really like the, the detail that I had here and you know, relating to that shriek incident, you know, with the yes um, moving um, shriek, and um, you know, throughout the film, he was trying, you know, trying to. Um, prove himself, and I don't know what happened at the end with him. Um, did he just die? He, no, he he said something, and he his eyes glowed blue. Wait, remember that? He he yeah. has like yeah, yeah. He, maybe yeah. he has like yeah. superpowers now or something. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. That was the only thing that I was like, oh, really? He has superpowers now? Maybe but they're setting that up for a sequel. But, let but yeah, there well, be I think Mulligan. Let, let there be Mulligan. Be Mulligan. Yeah! <laughs> we Let's found do it. it. We found it. Um, we've done it. Sony, give us a call. We've done it. We know exactly what we're doing. Um, I mean, I think that I think you're right. This film is well structured, but I don't think it's well paced in the way that, like, the fact that it, you know, it balances Cletus and Eddie very well, and you know, I think it uses Mulligan and Shriek well as well. Anne and Dan, not so much, but I think it, you know, works fairly well. But then, like, 
it's just too short and therefore the pacing's off and the scenes don't last long enough. They don't have enough kind of like atmosphere. Like, and they really could like, you know, when Eddie goes to see Cletus, there's not much atmosphere in that, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, but I mean, okay. I have, I've never seen any other um, Andy Serkis directed films, but I thought he did a good job directing this in all honesty. Yeah. Like, I, as I said, I, the action scenes were good. I thought, you know, I thought it all had ve- a fairly good visual style to it. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, it was like a fun film to make. And I mean, like, you know, y- you can have fun while making films, you know, like what we, what you can do. And, you know, you're not supposed to make masterpieces all the time. You know, you just got to make something that's enjoyable. Uh, and I, I really like it. You know, Andy Serkis did a really good job here. You know, he was like very passionate. And especially that he did... Uh, a scene analysis for variety, you know, sometimes. Uh, yes. Variety. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know those. Yeah, uh, and like variety does a really good job, like getting directors uh, to talk about uh, the the scenes that they picked, and you know, they analyze what you know what they do, and I really like that because you know it just goes into detail about you know the director's intentions, and you know, I really like that they did one for uh, Zack Snyder uh, Army of the Dead. And I really like that. That was yeah, yeah. That that stuff always is interesting, and I think because of his background, obviously playing characters like Gollum and Snoke and King Kong and all that, I think Andy Serkis is really good at doing visual effects because he understands everything behind it. He was second unit director on The Hobbit, so he directed a lot of The Hobbit, um, which I think Mm. was very interesting because obviously The Hobbit is famously really, really troubled production. Um, oh really? But, yeah. Oh, oh man, I didn't. Know. Yeah, the, yeah. The Hobbit, like, it was originally going to be Guillermo del Toro who was going to direct it, but then he stepped away, and so Peter Jackson only had a year and a half about like to to prepare for the film instead of like three years that he had to, to prepare for Lord of the Rings, and so so many things were done when things weren't finished yet, and then they were like working on the script and you know, like things were removed and added and, and yeah, like The Hobbit, really, like, like really troubled production. Fun fact. Um, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that, what the fun fact? That, that was the fun fact? That was the, the funnest fact that I have, yes. <laughs> wow, that was uh, the funnest wow. fact I've ever heard. Wow. I know, can't top Where's that. He's in Loki or something. If he did, he did say whoa. I don't know. Like, he did. I did. He don't, I don't think he did say whoa no. in, in Loki. Oh, wow. wow, No, whoa is the whoa is the Keanu Reeves thing. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, I can whoa. do it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 I, I'm a, I, if he does that in the Matrix 4, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Uh, okay, um, next video, folks. We're going to rank every single Owen Wilson wow and every single Keanu Reeves whoa. <laughs> it's going to be fucking great. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing Dune tomorrow. I can't Sorry? wait. I'm seeing Dune tomorrow. Oh. It's unlimited screening. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, for you. Are oh, you lucky woo! person? Um, right okay john you 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 need to get yourself on a limited card it's been long enough i'm sorry i'm You'd so be able sorry to experience it, it, the the, right. the, the okay. glory of unlimited screenings 
Um, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about like the time that I have, like for you seen the films. I mean, it's not excuse like you, oh, you got the time in the world. Like right now, like college is like the last year, mm, and like yeah. oh my god, like of course work and everything. Like mm-hmm. uh, so. Um, well, at least yeah, you didn't uh, spend. At least you didn't spend four hours watching DC fandom. We'll, uh, no. we'll talk about that a bit uh, later. Jesus Christ! Uh, I watched. I watched for a couple of hours of it, and then I had to see Venom. So God, it was God, it was boring. I'm sorry. Really? I'm sorry. We'll talk a bit about it later. But literally, the only good bits was the Batman trailer, the Flash trailer, the Aquaman stuff, the Shazam stuff. Like the film stuff was fun. Other than that, there were a couple of cool trailers, but there was just so much like boring stuff that happened. Last year was so much better. It was. Um, I don't know if it was shorter. I think it's probably the same amount of time. It might have been, even been longer. But, you know, the panels were longer. There was more to, like, to talk about. And like there were more films they spoke about. They didn't even announce anything. I, it was disappointing. I must say it was quite disappointing. Wow. Uh, but last year, last year was more interesting. Last year was, yeah, last year was great. That was, our, that was our first episode on the pod. We talked about uh, Tenet wow. and um, DC Fandom. Uh, wow. Um... It's all come full circle, folks. <laughs> wow um, wow so, so yeah um oh yeah okay final ranking of venom um, okay do is there more you want to talk about um i don't think so we'll, we'll we'll talk about our final ranking and then we'll talk about the post credit scene oh yeah because okay. that is a whole so, different like kind of kind of whole different thing that all different happened. kettle of fish yeah absolutely mad. yeah the whole colossal ending to post-credit scene oh yes yes um, right so final ranking um yeah. i want to give it a six okay decent um i liken this film to a fast and furious film you know oh, sometimes i say too fast too furious oh my <laughs> no this is better than too fast too furious don't you worry like sometimes oh. in the fast and furious film i go in and i'm really surprised and i really like it and it's actually good sometimes it's really bad sometimes it's in the middle Similar to Fast 9, which I would say is like a 5 out of 10. It was fine, but kind of enjoyable. I would call Venom, Let There Be Carnage, 5 out of 10. I think it was enjoyable. You know, it wasn't great, but it was it was, it was was crazy. There's a scene where Venom and Eddie fight each other and they're in the same body and they're just like throwing and, 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 and Venom, who has, Venom has two pet chickens and I think that's hilarious. And, oh, and Eddie's about to throw chicken. the chicken out of the, out of the window and he doesn't, he can't do it. And Venom throws his TV out the window. It's like this huge, like pre-breakup fight. It was just crazy. Um, and I think, it, you know, it says it in the title of the video, Let There Be Carnage is wild. I think it is just crazy. It is all the stuff, yeah. it, All the stuff it does is just mental. And as much as like there is stuff that could be improved upon, this is a comic book film, but you don't get many of these these days, you know? Like, you either get DC, which is, like, all tonally, like, different and, you know, I would say normally a really strong quality, uh, or you get Marvel, which is, like, normally, like, a, a, a pretty standard, fine quality, which, but then, you know, they're all formulaic, but then you've got something like Venom, which doesn't come around quite a bit and isn't, you know, isn't, like, really striving for anything too you know, good in terms of quality, but it is like really fun, you know, and I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's just an enjoyable film. I mean, it's just yeah, it's 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 good, right? So, post credit scene. Now, if you, scene. Really, 
Uh, now, spoilers again, because you know it's this 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 is the post credit scene. You might want spoilers see this, <laughs> for Spider Man fans. Movies. If you're not yes. bothered about Venom, <laughs> just bloody okay. You've been warned. You've been warned. I was okay, spoiled. Listen. I saw on the internet I, I was spoiled what as this well. was. I was spoiled right. as well. Okay. Based on being spoiled, I was so disappointed. I have to say, when when I was fat, so literally all I knew was that Tom Holland as Spider-Man was going to be in it. And my mind was like, oh, this is going to be great. Venom and Tom Holland are going to meet and it's going to end in a cliffhanger. And no, no, no it was no. so disappointing based on what I thought it was going to be. And yes, I know that it's groundbreaking. I know that the multiverse, I know that, you know, technically Venom yes, is now in the MCU. Yeah, that's whole great, blah, blah, blah. blah I don't care. I thought that Tom Holland was going to be there and he wasn't. It was a wasted opportunity. I know that this is a setup for No Way Home, right? Like Venom is now going to be in No Way Home. Um, and I presume that when they release a new trailer for No Way Home, Venom might be in it. But still, yeah. So Venom and um, Eddie go through the multiverse and see J. Jonah Jameson's report that Spider-Man is Peter Parker and Venom licks the tel- <laughs> he licks the TV. Why? We'll never know. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. So this is the problem. Where's the character motivation to fight Spider-Man? Yes. For Venom. Venom doesn't even, thing. presumably, Venom doesn't even know who Spider-Man is, but he sees him, he licks the screen, and now they either want to fight or they want to just meet him. Venom, wait, 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 Spider-Man wait, wait. might get the symbiote. Like, What if oh. the uh, motivation for Eddie oh. Brock... To Ooh. fight Spider-Man because we know now that J- uh, J- Jameson ah. oh. does uh, a podcast for e- the Bugle, e- and the Bugle yep. itself is like that. And Eddie can't get a job in the Bugle, so he blames blames on the Spider-Man. Maybe I mean because maybe Spider- I don't know. <laughs> it, Spider-Man hasn't Peter Parker hasn't worked. I mean, obviously in the you know it's a popular a popular popular Eddie Brock Venom. Um, kind of uh, motivation is that you know Spider-Man worked at the Daily Bugle and kind of like stole Eddie, Eddie's thunder or whatever or got him fired um, but you know Peter Parker hasn't worked at the Bugle in this universe if the Bugle is like a podcast or an actual like media outlet so I don't know it feels like okay here's what I'm excited for Noe Home like really excited. Did you did you see the cinema at the cinema? Did you see the the trailer for No Way Home? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was great. It was great seeing the trailer on the big screen. I got excited. I got the chills. I saw and Alfred Molina going, "Hello, Peter," and I was like, "Oh, this is great." But the thing is, is that it it looks like it's all fan service. It's Venom's yeah. in it. Fucking like people from the Raimi films and the web films, maybe even Daredevil is gonna be in it, <laughs> you know, films. like bloody yeah. um Doctor Strange is in it. Like this doesn't like it, it becomes the fact where I'm worried this isn't gonna be a film that's telling a story about Spider-Man and is instead doing something fan servicey. And I really, really hope it's good, but I'm worried. I really am worried. Yeah, I'm really worried. It's gonna be like in the game. I can't I can't take that again. I can't take a, an underwhelming conclusion. I really couldn't like as much wish, as as I much as if it is anything like Endgame, I'll enjoy it loads at the cinema. And I hope I do. I want to go to cinema and have a great time, but I also want to watch a really good film, you know? 
And yes, this is it's No Way Home isn't like Venom. You know, I, I'm too much of a Spider-Man fan to just go in and switch my brain off. Like, you know, and besides the MCU is demanding more of us than just like passive content. They're demanding like this big interconnected, like super cool, like story, but we don't always get that. And I think that's a little bit. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm worried, John. I'm just worried. <laughs> like this post credit scene. Uh, yeah, it okay. doesn't, it, it doesn't excite, it, it intrigues uh, me, but it doesn't excite me. <laughs> it intrigues. Uh, well, okay. So what I'm doing is that I have low expectations. You know, you mm. gotta have low expectations and you never must have like put them really high or you'll be like really clearly you don't know me very well the power of a trailer god it gets in my brain like the spider we'll talk about it in a little bit but like the batman trailer god i'm I'm so hyped oh my god i can't wait yeah see there you go you can't keep your sometimes you just can't keep your expectations low like sometimes the trailers are just too interesting too cool and like yeah like spider-man i'm just excited but venom i'm not sure how i feel about venom being in it you know like is Venom going to be part of the Sinister Six? Is he the sixth member of, wait, Goblin, Doc Ock, Sandman, Electro, Lizard, Venom? Will Venom be the sixth member? Will he be with Spider-Man, working with the other three Spider-Man against Sinister Six? And then the sixth member is someone like Rhino or Vulture, or maybe even Mysterio. Like, what What does this mean? Is Spider-Man going to fight Venom? Is Spider-Man going to get the symbiote? Like, I, I had so many questions. I well, we'll so find out in No Way Home. <laughs> yes, we will. Segway yeah. time. Let's yeah. cut to December now and see what we think. Oh, I wish. But yeah, we are going to do... Um, in a f- uh, ooh, What's this? This is, this is episode 60. So in six weeks, we're going to be... Re- we're going to start our Spider-Man marathon. We're going to talk about all the Spider-Man films, all seven of them. And we're going to talk about you know, Spider-Man in Civil War and Infinity War and Endgame. And then we're going to talk about No Way Home. We're going to do what we did for Zack Snyder's Justice League. But instead of doing like the films of a director, we're going to do every single Spider-Man film. And it's going to be great. I can't yes. wait to rewatch them all. It's going to be so much fun. So yeah, the end of November, we're going to talk about all of that. And we are going to cry and laugh and sweat oh. and bleed. Okay. It will be beautiful. But first we shall talk about the trailers from DC Fandom. We're starting with the Flash trailer. What do you, what do you, uh, oh. what do you bloody think of the Flash trailer, mate? Um, I don't know why I went Australian there. For I, moment, I really but... know because uh, it looks crazy, to be honest. Like, mm. what it's, you know, what it's doing, and uh, I, I, I know we didn't get to see much, but we got like a taste, what you know, of the uh, Flash, new, uh, Flash's new suit, mm. uh, and um, like how it, it looks completely different, doesn't it? Like. It's yeah, well, more... I was, I mean, first of all, I, I was hoping for like a panel with maybe like Ezra Miller and Andy Muschietti and, you know, Sasha Kale and maybe even like Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck, like just like a regular kind of like what we did last year. But no, there wasn't that. And that made me really upset. And then it was just Ed, Ezra Miller saying, hey, guys, but sorry, we don't have a f- full trailer. We have a small look. Check it out. And I was like, oh, I, I wanted to like hear them talk about the film, but maybe next year, maybe next year. Um they but did it last year. Yeah, they did. They did do. Yeah, they talked about the film last year. So I was hoping for it this year, but apparently not. But yeah, so little little trailer. Um, there's kind of so much to kind of talk about here. Um, 
Bruce Wayne voiceover, Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, which is cool. We got to see a lot of Keaton stuff. We got to see the, the Wayne Manor, uh, the Batcave. Oh, 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 the Batcave looks so cool. Like, yeah, it's so cool, I'm loving man. it. Yeah. Um, the Batmobile. And we that saw was a great shot Super at the Woman? end. Uh, Supergirl? No, Supergirl. We Supergirl. Well, well, that was an interesting shot. We got three people, Supergirl, and then two different flashes. So we have like the regular flash i I will what i assume is a regular flash and then the flash with the bat symbol with the with the flash symbol painted over it so confirming that the um the image that andy muschietti put on his um instagram of the bat symbol with the flash symbol over it that doesn't look like that's red death or anything like that that's just another version of barry so we're dealing oh, with right. like, different okay. versions. So who knows? Maybe this means we'll get the, the TV flash. That, that's oh, be I mean, yeah, uh, I would love that's... if they had if they had Grant Gustin make an appearance in this film. I think <laughs> oh, it'd be yeah, great. he's gonna he, he definitely is. Um yeah, that would be amazing. Um well yeah. they also showed um, a picture of the flash with his new gold boots from the TV show. Looks hey, really cool. New gold boots, yeah. You need the boots. Uh, the boots. Um, the boots. Uh, we saw Black Adam. We saw like a taste of it. Mm. Well, yeah, we did. What it's gonna be like. I, mm. The Rock is like very passionate about this, and I can tell he's like, really... oh, yeah, yeah, well, I yeah. Mean, I hope it's good. I mean, like, there's loads of like interesting things, but um, what what's interesting about? I mean, like, you kind of touched upon it, but like with the Flash, what do you think of the new suit? Oh, uh, the new suit. It looks mm. bright, very bright. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think it looks good. I just need to, I need to take time to get used to it. So I'm yeah, I agree. I I, I need to see more of it because from what yeah. I've seen, it it looks a bit strange. <laughs> it looks like it's very kind of like latexy, like kind of rubbery. Um, which you know isn't a huge deal. But I'm not a huge fan of the cowl. You know the cowl. Oh, looks, the cowl. I mean, yeah. If I just like. Like I, I don't know what picture I'll use on screen right now, but you know, it might be on screen, it might not. Um, but I think the cowl looks a little bit strange. Um, like okay, I'll send it to you now. So on Instagram, if you just have a look okay. at what I just sent, like the cowl, it just looks a bit bulky. It doesn't really like fit. I'm, I'm, I'm unsure about that. Um, uh, flashes cowl. Yeah. 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 Like, um, let me. Did you send it? I did. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting it. Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Oh, uh, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, because I, I I was on a social media uh, detox. Right, oh, let me, really? Let me yeah. Oh wow! Just, Good for you, man. Um, let Instagram. me. Uh, let, uh, let me no, get I'll, that I'll, again. I'll, I'll send. I'll send you an. I'll send you an image now. But but wow, yeah, that that's it. That's interesting. I I, I try not to go on my explore page quite as much as I used to. There you go. Oh, an image yeah. for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh oh. Oh my god. Uh I did see the trailer, but I didn't see this up close. Okay. Yeah, um, like I'm I'm not sure how I feel about like some of the elements of it. Like, and again, it's a similar I mean, thing. Okay, with... but the suit, but the suit itself is great. I mean, like it's yeah, really cool. It, it looks it looks quite nice, but I'm not sure about the head. It's just mm. too bulky. It it's is like bulky, this isn't big... it? Oh god, I'm having juggernaut vibes <laughs> well it's like okay in the flash tv show there was a season season five when they had a latex like mask that and the rest of it was like material um 
and it was it was it was strange indeed um so i think i think they give similar vibes to that i'm not too sure about i think i have a similar trepidation trepidation uh, for this film as i do for spider-man no way home i'm worried it's going to be all like cameos and multiverse shenanigans and less of a story about you know barry um you know that it looks there are some interesting things in here like you know the flash ring and seemingly Barry going to talk to his mum or something like that is what I assume because if this is kind of adapting flashpoint then I assume this is what they're doing but yeah for this first look I'm I'm more worried than I am excited and I think that's weird like it looks really cool like the Batmobile at the end when Barry took off the sheet and obviously we didn't see the Batmobile but that was I assume was underneath the sheet like that stuff like it's already cool and it's already exciting but at the same time it's worrying do you know what I mean Oh, yeah, like, I just don't want to be, like, really complex with, like, all the stuff that's behind the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but think about Hello? something that I have a complete faith in. Let's talk about the Batman trailer. Hello? Hello? Can you hear Hello? me? Hello? Can you hear me? John, I'm still here. Hello. Please stand by, folks. We are experiencing technical (laughs) difficulties. Yeah. We're back. We fixed it. Don't worry. Um, All right, let's talk about the the Batman. I mean, this trailer... Oh, like, oh my god, how, the trailer. How, how did they make such a good trailer again? Uh, like, I, this trailer, it, it was as good, if not, I don't even know, if, I can't even believe I'm saying uh, this, if not better than the first trailer. This is insane. We got something in the way insane. in there. We got the Michael this... Giacchino Batman theme. Oh we got cinematography. We got action. We got Robert Pattinson being the coolest bloody Batman. Like, whoa. I cannot believe that this film looks so good. It is so good. Like, it's just like the embodiment of like the Batman itself. It's just mm. like that true thing because it's just like feels like reading uh, Batman Year One again. Like, it, it feels like that. It has that vibe to it, and like how it's really taking onto there and like the cinematography. And it just it is like the exact like comic book panel to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, know, you see yeah, like the cinematography, and oh my god, like I mean, there there are yeah. so many shots that I could just gush about. The shot of Batman with his like with his um suit just like covered in in dust or something. The shot of oh, him like wading through yeah. water with a flare. The ending shots upside down of Batman walking towards oh. the Penguin's car with the flames behind him. Oh, are you kidding god. me right now? Like. If this film is bad, I have no idea. I think I think I'm I'm done with cinema forever because uh, this looks insane. And Matt Reeves, like, you hear Matt Reeves talk about this film, and he he seems like he's really excited. He seems like he's knows yeah. what he's doing. And my God, this looks incredible! I cannot yeah. believe how good this looks. You know, like it, it, oh, oh my God. God, it looks amazing! I can't like and, what? Oh, the one shot that I really liked was like um, when the. Uh, the, the goons were uh, shooting at Batman in the dark 
and like he was yes. walking towards them and he's walking oh, towards them God. and they're just all pinging off his suit like what the hell we are so lucky as Batman fans to experience this. Are you kidding me? There isn't a brilliant shot of, you know, like Batman and Catwoman, like as the sun rises, um, you know, like on like um, a balcony or something, like everything looks incredible. Like Penguin, amazing. Like when Batman goes, he's like, whoa there, sweetheart. Like that's so Penguin, you know, like Catwoman. Oh, my God. Seems Oh, I could just gush about this forever. Like the oh opening with the Riddler in a diner and the beautiful shot that reveals the question mark in the cup of um, tea or coffee. Like just so oh much beauty in, in, in every single frame. You know, like the cinematography is, is, is mad. Like I love the Dark Knight trilogy, but I don't think the action is very well done. I think it gets better in each film, but I think that, you know, I don't think the action is the best, but this, oh my, this action looks incredible. Oh my God. You when know? Batman when uh when Batman gets shot, you know, not like actually shot, but like you know, kills the bullet, like really hitting him, and like yes. really just wants to punch that, like oh pins, my god, yeah, like when he like smashes the goon's face and starts to and like something electrical starts to like sizzle his face, like what is going on? It looks great, and then and then Batman like punching someone the the hell out and like on the floor and then you can see Catwoman like really scared of Batman that's yes. the one thing that we needed to see in the entire Batman films someone really like someone next to him like an ally really scared of Batman yes. like that's the this one is like thing a, that really- it, it's a Batman on the edge like um Matt Reeves says that like this is a Batman that is exploring you know like Batman kind of like you know like the 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 perimeters between Bruce and Batman and the bat kind of taking over. And this is something that is explored in Batman v Superman, but you know, it's not like we haven't really got to see this in a full Batman film, you know, where like Batman is struggling with his own like morality, you know, but he's still like a good guy. Cause I, I said that in Batman v Superman, it's more about Batman coming over to the light side, not going over to the dark. Um, but in this, like, you know, like I can see the struggle, you know, like there's a line Oh, I can't remember what the line is. Um, but uh, here it is. Um, Alfred says, "If this continues, you, it won't be long before you have nothing left." And and Bruce says, "I don't care what happens to me." And it's just, it's so, it's just so interesting, and it's so cool. Oh. And oh my god, ah, it's gonna be great! I can't believe oh, how good music, this trailer was. Like, oh, I can tell the music's gonna be amazing. In this Michael Giacchino, like, oh, what oh. a guy! What a guy! Like, like his Batman theme, like Chef's Kiss, just perfection. Like, like those like heavy like chords, like dun 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 dun. Like, whew, uh, that's funny though, because um, the theme, uh, you know, we all know that sounds like the Imperial March, but. This is yes. links back to the Imperial. Uh, no, no, sorry, not the Imperial. The the funeral by I don't know which um, classical artist, um, but one of the classical uh, artists was like that same tune to it, like the it, really, it was like, uh, yeah. So That's they cool. adapted that song onto there, but then what uh, this. Uh, composer for you know the Batman like he did that but in his own mm. like way of like the gritty like darkness into it so that's yeah. so interesting because I think I think the interesting uh-huh. thing is that you know the bat the Tim Burton Batman theme the Hans Zimmer Batman theme they're epic and they're bombastic and they are amazing don't get me wrong even the Junkie XL one they're amazing 
and they all reflect who their Batman is. And I can feel from this Michael Giacchino Batman theme, I know exactly who Robert's, Rob, Rob Bats, oh, Bats, and Bats Batman is going to be. It's going to be somebody, you know, like, it's going to be a tragic I- figure, you know. Like, there's a shot of Batman, uh, no, Bruce, you know, he's shirtless and he's, like, punching something. Like, he punches some stuff off, like, some shelves. And you can see this is quiet rage, like, when when like he likes like he's talking to the riddler from behind like some glass and he slams the glass and he yells at the riddler it's just ah, <laughs> like i can't believe it oh how God. is it that we've got eight I, I, I batman know. films not including animated films not including oh. justice league or suicide squad we've had eight and yes i'm including batman and superman we've had, we've had eight oh. batman films and yet as the ninth batman film i'm still so excited it's insane um i can tell that uh well, Matt Reeves said uh, was that he wanted to make this Batman film more emotional, like yes, more emotion to it. Like that's the one thing we need because through throughout the Batman films, I feel like that we could understand the character, which I'm glad that we did. Like in the Christopher Nolan trilogy, mm. that we understand about the more about the character throughout, you know, in Gotham City, and then like about um, other people, and as well about like, um, you know about the villain itself and this one i feel like it's going to be more about the emotional journey about the character because that's what uh we uh you know we read in the new 52 comics you know about the emotion about batman you know yes. like what he's been through and i'm so glad that it, it's going to be so emotional in this one because i feel like that a lot of people seeing you know batman you can't really connect to him but i'm like no you won't you can because he's this guy, you know, trying to save Gotham, and you know, he's just uh, this. Yeah, there's so much yeah, going like, on to him, and and what what's yeah. great about this is that every single Batman film has given us something different, for better or worse. You know, even Batman and Robin has given us something different on Batman, and this is giving us something that I feel like we we really have never seen before. And even as somebody who's played the games and read loads of comics, I feel like we are like we have. We've been given a real treat here, and yeah. Oh man, I can't. I just can't uh, wait. Like, I can't contain not. myself. How is it that over a year later they des- they delivered a trailer that lived up to the hype? That is oh, impossible. I've already watched it like five times, and I know that other people have watched it more. Uh, but Jesus, this is like just well done. It's incredible. Uh, I'm so I'm I, so happy. I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know, um, I feel like, you know, uh, as that, like on the level of Zack Snyder, you know, like really passionate on level, you know, with like Batman, and, like with Superman. But I feel like, you know, Matt Reeves, you know, like there, there's um, apparently there's like a collection of like the Matt Reeves stories that he used to make this film. So he used Batman Year One right. and he used Batman The Long Halloween to use this and there's another batman story to 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 do this well but he did these and i'm glad that you know he's like really you know using these comics to uh uh, giving that as well uh but like other directors like zack 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 zider that really you know passionate to do this as well like he did uh the comic for um the dark knight returns uh for batman v superman you know i'm really glad that you know again like different sto- stories to combine into one and make it more fluid and be- make it more darker make more and uh, make it more more emotional so yeah i i'm so excited bro like like it's just going to be amazing like from the cinematography the, the soundtrack and like the the, the actors like it's got a really good strong cast 
Um, so yeah, definitely. Oh, all, all the Batman things are based on different comics and and all that. And this is, you know, like I mean, the bat suit as well. It looks great, but it also looks different. You know, it's you know, it's not like the it's not like the rubbery kind of thing that you're seeing in in um, the Burton films. It's not. It's not. It, you know, it's it's armored, but it's not in the same way that you see in with Affleck or with Bale. Like there's so many aspects of it that 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 it feels just like how Batman should feel, but it also feels different. And my God, this like there's Ugh. so much to for me that's riding on this film. Like if this film like doesn't deliver and it is bad. You know, I just don't know what, like at this point, if this film is anything other than perfect, there will be so much disappointment in me because the marketing has been so good and everything around it. And I have such, I have such faith in everyone involved. It looks, it yeah. looks amazing. Oh. And if this like becomes like the best Batman film, like I'm going to be so worried for like other people who are trying to make it uh, like Batman films, like, <laughs> you know, for the new 52 and i i am for one like you know very tough facts to, to follow know. yeah like it's gonna be like so hard because you know when uh zach snyder was talking about um creating watchmen uh, for, uh, uh to, to, to to make watchmen on screen mm-hmm. uh, he was like so worried to you know to uh have that conversation with alan moore like what if he's gonna you know talk about like saying sorry i made this film but you know um i know we we have a sit down to talk about why i made this film so uh he hasn't talked to alan uh, alan moore about the film so yeah Interesting. but it's gonna be yeah so i'm so excited like i can tell that matt reeves like that, that listen this is gonna be a great film because you know matt reeves he has done the planet of the ape um, oh yes Oh yes, uh, Dawn. No, it was. Yeah, he was made Dawn like, and Dawn and War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, Dawn and War, like those. Oh. I, I mean, I would say that War of the Planet of the Apes is the best, not just yeah. the best of the trilogy, but one of the best films. You know, one of the best modern modern blockbusters that we have ever had. You know, Matt Reeves yeah. very much comes from the same kind of like vein as Christopher Nolan in making films that. You know, oh, they're really like yeah. cool and bombastic, but yeah. uh, you know, but and, and they're very blockbustery. But they're also got so much heart and so much unique style. Um, it 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 makes me think though. I don't know what else he's done. Like, um, I'm really, I, I'm oh, really. Oh, he, he directed. He directed. Uh, two, he directed um, the Cloverfield films. He directed Let Me In, but, which I think is an American remake of a Swedish horror film. Um, so he's done quite a few stuff, but I think yeah, his his most. His most kind of well-known stuff is uh, Planet of the Apes and Batman. So, and hell, if this works, and if this is really, obviously there were reports that Warner Brothers isn't happy with it, and there are reports that people loved the screening, and there are reports that, you know, Matt Reeves, you know, like had like some like con, you know, like difficulty with the studio. It doesn't look like that at all. It looks like he's happy. It looks like, you know, he knows what he's talking about. The trailer looks amazing. And yeah, I don't know what else there is more to say. It better be good. If it's not good, I'll cry. Yeah, it better. If it is good, I'll it cry. Good. I'm gonna cry oh, either it, way. Is it, if it's not gonna be uh, uh, like, is it? If it's gonna be bad, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna make a Batman film and go. Okay, fine. This is how I do it. So, yeah. Well, now I but, want it to be bad just to see what you make. So you make yeah. a Batman film with two with two yeah. pounds in the pocket. Like, I don't uh, have any budget, but we're doing it. Let's go. I thought. Well, but in the future, in the future, so. Oh uh, well, we can only hope, right? 
Yeah, because it, I say what, John, uh, if you ever you, made a Batman film, or if any of us, if either of us ever made like any kind of film, someone would find this podcast, hear us talking now, and being like, "These guys have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> it's going to be the worst Batman film ever." These guys oh, literally have oh, no right idea what now, they're doing. Um, oh, right now, someone like <laughs> just like getting this right now and saying, "Oh my God, this is the guy." He was talking about this like years ago. He can see the future. <laughs> like, oh my God, but no. He's seen the future. Oh my god, that'll be weird. What a twist. Um, but no, um, really, I really want to see someone, you know, doing the new Fifty Two. Um, mm. Well, mm. I mean, this is this is something from like, the first trailer. I might be stretching it a little bit, but in the first trailer, there is a line. Somebody says to Bruce, "You're part of this too." Bruce says, oh. "How am I a part of this?" And then the other person says, "You'll see." And my first thought was Court of Owls. I don't think there's Call a about. huge. Uh, there's a couple of things that make me think maybe there might be stuff in this that's that's caught of owls. There's a shot of Bruce standing in like a um, a room where there's like loads of like stuff written on the floor, and that could be him kind of like connecting stuff to like his past. Um, there's a great. There's the shot of him with with in with Batman with a flare going through some water, which could be the caught of owls like maze. I mean. If they do Court of Owls, that would be amazing. I hope they don't put too much in it because obviously you've already got Penguin, you've already got Riddler, you've already got Catwoman. You know, you know, you've got loads of stuff, loads of elements. And do I think that Matt Reeves could do it if he added um, Court of Owls? Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? Of course yeah. he could, but like at the same time, you know, I don't want it to. I don't want him to go too far with uh, it. You know, and I'm so glad that there's going to be a voiceover throughout the film of Batman, so... Oh, yes. Let's oh my go. God. There's so much of this that's like everything that I... There isn't one single thing I've heard about the film, maybe about the production, but about the film itself. There's nothing that I've heard that makes me say, ooh, I'm not sure about that. Every single thing I'm just like, this is brilliant. This is a beautiful, like... I, don't, I can't believe we have to wait another five... Five and a half months to watch this? No! Are you uh, kidding me? Ridiculous. It's too much. No! I want to watch it now. Oh, I guess we've waited this long, right? I don't want to die and then, like, oh. oh <laughs> I think you'll be thing. okay, actually. I hope not. Uh, if, I hope so. if you I die, hope. if you die, I'll make sure to honour you when I talk about this in the podcast. If I still do the podcast, uh-huh. how would I do it on my own? Yeah, that's a good point. But, but still, yeah. It's gonna be uh, oh, I'm, oh gonna okay. Be a good one. Uh, stay alive. <laughs> Objective: Stay alive. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's a good. It's, yeah, it's an easy I'm one. So easy excited! One. Oh my god, I'm Definitely. so excited. Right, shall we? Uh, um, shall we roll it out then? Yeah. Uh, oh, All right, take it, us out. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so thank you uh, for listening to today's podcast, talking about let us let us be kind. <laughs> Sorry, let us be carnage. Let there be mulligan, John. Let there be mulligan. Oh, he's he's gone. Right, uh, uh, we enjoyed talking to carnage. Yes, enjoyable film that we love. Definitely, and we love talking about the so, um, please. The cinema because we were the oh. open, especially oh. when I wore them last night. Uh, so yeah, that was really helpful. And uh, yeah, wash your hands, please. Still do it because um, you just got to be awesome. safe. Still uh, get vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, yeah. then what the heck are you doing? 
and um, <laughs> go and do it. Dishes. And more important, more more importantly, leave a like on the video if you enjoyed it. I'm kidding. Vaccinated. Oh is more yeah, important. like the video. But still, okay. like uh, the video. Just, it's fun. Yeah. Subscribe if you want to see more. Next week we're going to talk about June. That's going to be great. June. Very excited to talk about June. Okay, that's that's going to be our main thing because we can say it now. June. June. That's it. That's it. That's, that's going to be great. That's June. it. It's not. Is it June? No. Is it June? Yeah, no. It's June. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah. And oh, my dog is barking. Right. I think there's somebody at the door. Um, and if you want to get in touch with, oh my god, Cooper, be quiet. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us Alstein Film Pod or follow us on Twitter, or Instagram at Alstein Film, Alstein Film Pod. And I am, I, I deleted Twitter this morning, so no longer follow me because I don't exist anymore. I'm proud of you, Tom. Um, I'm thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> But no, oh I'm, still, God, I'm, still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still active. Deleted, you finally deleted Twitter. Hey, I'm still oh active God. on, I'm still active on the pod account. So that's fine. Um, and oh, yeah, so okay. we will see you next week for Dune. Dune. Right. And without thank further you. ado, take what you're given. Take what you're given. Give nothing Give back. Give nothing back. Good, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.